So the market is in correction territory in the S&P 500 and a bear market in the NASDAQ composite, emerging markets, and small caps. And the market's tune is playing the Martha and Vandela's tune, nowhere to run to, nowhere to hide. I'm Chris Paris with the Oak Harvest Financial Team here in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our weekly Stockcock podcast. Before we get into this week's topic on market volatility, please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and click on the notification bell so you will be alerted when our team uploads our latest content. First off, first half of 2022 has not been fun for anyone. That includes the investment and financial advising team here at Oak Harvest. And that's with our team having expected a first half market correction and high volatility. We first laid out this scenario back in November of last year. Even so, this is not enjoyable for anyone short term. Bond market volatility has caused fixed income losses, which then have spread to equity markets and created volatility everywhere. We've discussed this notion of collateral damage amongst leveraged asset managers multiple times the last four years and its effect on the rest of us who invest unlevered in equities for the longer term, measured in years. We invest looking for positive returns versus fixed income. Last week was a case study in the perils of leveraged investing. In the span of less than 24 hours after Wednesday's Federal Reserve meeting, the S&P 500 gained a positive 125 points, and then it lost minus 200 points, virtually in straight lines. You ask, how can this happen? The answer, leverage. For whatever reason, the Federal Reserve meets and releases their statements in the afternoon when only one major market in the world is open. What's that market? Market is here in the United States. So post Federal Reserve meetings, computers and anyone else in the world who wants to trade short term around this event have few alternatives except here in our markets. This seems to do little more than create massive short term volatility, which traders love and long term investors hate. Come Thursday, when global markets reopen, there was clearly a massive margin call or forced selling of leveraged positions across both stock and bond markets. Markets historians have pointed to only two days in the past 25 years when the S&P 500 was down minus 3% and the 10-year treasury markets were down minus 1%. For market historians, those two dates were October 9th, 2008 and March 18th, 2020. While those were unnerving days for sure, looking back at those prior times, one would see that each of those days was about one week before the overall S&P 500 bottomed, or at least when the market leaders for the next move up started to appear. In the case of October 2008, tech stocks, high growth stocks, and staples started bottoming relative to the markets within a week of that move. And in March of 2020, the entire market troughed on Monday, March 23rd, and then it started up on Tuesday, March 24th. A similar scenario now could be playing out and would say we are near the bottoming process or formation in the equity markets. The first step in this bottoming process would likely a process measured in weeks. Remember, our team has not expected 2022 to be a year of so-called V-bottoms like 2020 or 2021. The first step would be for the entire treasury bond market to calm down and volatility there to slowly bleed out of those markets. This would begin to restore calm in the collateral markets and work its way back into lower volatility in equities and other classes. 
Here's some additional materials that look familiar to many market followers, which give us an idea that the calm may begin to show up in treasury markets in the coming weeks. Looking back at the 2013 taper tantrum in the bond markets, which was also caused by a tightening of Federal Reserve conditions and balance sheet reduction, one will see a remarkably similar move in both height and time of the treasury sell-off in 2013. The move back then lasted about eight months, and the worst of it was over after about six months. Yields did increase slightly, but most of the tantrum was over after six months. So where do we sit now? We're about five months into our current bond market taper tantrum. And if history is any guide, the worst should be nearing an end in price with the time component still having some weeks to go as the markets adjust to the reality of the Fed's path. The Ocarvet investment team runs diversified equity portfolios for our clients. We believe at times higher growth stocks without dividends will be the market's favorites and at other times more value-oriented, boring, lower growth, moderate dividend, stable or low growth free cash flow companies might be in vogue. We try to blend these two styles knowing that in a market correction like the one we're in in the S&P 500 or in bear markets as the Nasdaq has endured, there are few, if any, real places to hide. Hiding is not something one should try to do in equity markets. That is not how they're structured. You should either subscribe to the value and the ability of the equity markets, our economy, and good businesses to compound your investments over years and decades, or you should look to find lower risk and lower return alternatives. I ask you, in all the years of listening to or reading Warren Buffett, have you ever heard him once use the term hiding when it came to discussing the stock markets. No, if he doesn't see long-term opportunity, he lets his cash build up or doesn't invest what he doesn't need to. However, he also rarely or ever liquidates his prior investments in front of turmoil or during it. Airline stocks might be one of the few exceptions there. He doesn't try to hide. He takes his lumps with everyone else and knows the long-term rules of public market investment world. What is that? The number one rule being long-term compounded returns are about time in the market, not market timing. At Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for their future needs and risks instead of focusing on the past. The future is always uncertain. Give us a call here to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that meets your retirement goals and needs first and your greed second. Give us a call here in Houston at 877-896-0040. We're here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris from the whole team here at Oak Harvest. Have a great weekend. All content contained within Oak Harvest podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. 
Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results.